Martha and Mary and Lazarus were siblings. There's no evidence in the scriptures that they had any children that they were married. They were siblings living together. And they lived in Bethany, which is a very short distance away from Jerusalem. Jesus was friends with these two sisters and this brother. And Jesus, being a faithful Jew who would go to worship several times a year in Jerusalem, would pass by that way. And even though we only have a few stories of Jesus and them in the Gospels, it's likely he stopped there many more times. It's kind of these, these deep old friends that they could just pick up from where they left off before as he journeyed in his ministry. We know that Martha and Mary and Lazarus were taught by Jesus when Jesus came and uh, Mary was listening at the feet and Martha was serving. We heard that gospel a few weeks ago on a Sunday. You know, Martha gets the bad rap sometimes for being anxious and uh, overly concerned about all the busyness, but of course her service is a work of love for the Lord. And Jesus doesn't tell her not to serve, but, but not to have anxiety, not to tell others what to do. Uh, both Mary and Martha loved and served Jesus in different ways. Of course, we have the story today of how Lazarus died from sickness. Jesus resurrects him, and in, in this interchange we see Martha's faith that she's so willing to, to trust that, that Jesus can do whatever God asks, what, that Jesus can do whatever he asks the Lord, whatever he asks the Father. Of course, both Martha and Mary go to him, and after he raises Lazarus from the dead, they actually dine together at a later date before the Passion. It says that people notice this, and the Jewish leaders want to kill both Jesus and Lazarus to put all evidence of this miracle uh, to bed. <laughs> So they were friends. They were friends. You know, Jesus is fully God, but he's fully human. And part of being human is that we need friends. All of us need people who know us and who we know, who we, we love and enjoy, we share life with. All of us are called to the vocation of friendship. And it's a rare thing to have a really close friend, a best friend, a good friend. Even have three of them is a very rare thing. It was not something to be taken for granted. It's something we give thanks for when we have it, and when we don't have it, we, we ask for that gift from the Lord. Today's feast day, I think, teaches us just two main things. First of all, it shows us that the friends of Jesus come in clumps. They come in clumps. Today's feast day used to be only the feast day of St. Martha. Only last year did Pope Francis change this feast and say, we're now going to celebrate from here on out, not just the feast day of St. Martha, but Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Kind of a unique thing to happen. And we, we remember that, of course, we grow in holiness together, and we have lots of individual saints who have done beautiful, great things, but we're all connected by this web of friendship with Jesus, that, that we receive the faith from people who came before us, and we pass it on to those who will come after us. And the saints are always together. We've got Peter and Paul, Francis and Claire, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus. Uh, think about so many of the martyrs in other countries when you hear about, you know, um, St. Andrew T Kim Taigon and companions, like 90 other people killed with him. <laughs> like they were friends in their own way, being even killed together for their, their friendship with Jesus. But a saints come in clumps like Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, and we want to grow in holiness, not just as individuals, but but with those who are nearest to us who are seeking after the face of Jesus.
It's how we could come so quickly to the love of God uh, as, a, as a community of saints, as friends of Jesus together. So that's the first lesson I just want to emphasize today. The second is similar to it. It's that holiness happens so powerfully in our homes. You know, we come to church to worship. We come to the Adoration Chapel to pray. Uh, we go out and do service in our local communities or we serve in our parish. But, but inside our own residences, our homes and apartments, is where Jesus shows up so powerfully. Like for Martha and Mary and Lazarus, like they weren't disciples who were following Jesus on the road. They didn't have positions of authority that we know about. They weren't Jewish leaders. They weren't Pharisees. They weren't scribes. Uh, they didn't have any kind of like civil office, Pontius Pilate. They're in this very humble place of the gospel where Jesus keeps on just visiting them. He loves them. And in the context of that simple home life, uh, Jesus is so present. And we never want to forget that. The domestic church, the domus ecclesiae, as I look to my right, you know, Mike Lecter today is here with his fiancée, Kirsten. Good to see you guys here together in the front row. They're getting married in a few months. And when they begin their home life together, like, they're going to come to church. They're going to worship and pray. But, but Jesus is going to dwell with you in your home in a very powerful way. Because he loves you. He loves spending time with you. He loves entering into you and passing through your lives. Just as he passed through the home of the, the sisters and the brother, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. So let's pray today for the grace to have our eyes open to that, to remember how close Jesus is to us, that, that even if we don't have any kind of like station or authority or like maybe significance or, or notoriety, like it doesn't matter. Like Jesus was friends with Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. He loved coming to their home. He loved spending time with them. And the same thing's true for us.